0: Generation Mix episode 10. This is the podcast where a father and son review the CDs the dad's been making for the son for the last four years or so. I'm the dad, I'm Neil.
1: I'm the son, I'm Joel.
0: And if you picked up on the musical Clue, then you'll know we are listening to a band whose name is a pretty apt description of the year we've just been through, 2020, and that is Madness. Madness were a seven piece band that came out of a bit of a Scar revival in the 1970s. They are still going, although they've had various lineup alterations, uh, losing members here or there or regaining them over the last 40 plus years. And we'll dive straight in with possibly their best known track for people that are a little bit uninitiated to the sound of Madness, and that is Baggy Trousers.
2: <laughs> Oh, what fuck we had, but did it really turn out bad? All I love is school, What hasn't been unrighteous. Oh, what fuck we had, but at the time it's in so bad. Trying to improvise, to make a loop
1: and slow. The headmaster's had enough to... It's just okay. Okay? Yeah, it's one of the better songs from Madness when we were listening to the CD yesterday. But it's still just okay.
0: So this comes from their second album, Absolutely. And... Your aunt used to have this album on cassette. Okay. Uh, so I so she's quite familiar with this, and she used to get played at school discos a lot. Still does get played at 80s nights. Was a hit single. There's going to be quite a few singles here on this CD, although they will be mixed
1: in with a few album tracks. But you think it's okay? Yeah, definitely. Well, the next track
0: was from their first album, One Step Beyond. It got to number two in the chart, and it's the thing we used as our musical introduction clue. And it's my girl.
2: My girl's mad at me. Been on the telephone for an hour. We hardly said a word. I tried and tried, but I could not be heard. Why can't I? Do I feel this pain? Cos everything I say She doesn't understand She doesn't realise She
1: takes it all the wrong way Again, meh. It's not meh. Every Madness song is either meh or I don't like it. Really? Apart from one.
0: Oh, this is going to be a really short record then. If every action you say is meh, So My Girl was about an argument that Mike Barson had with his then-girlfriend. Well, we are going to crack on through this, I think, because if all you're going to say is meh every time, I'm just going to say what the song is. People will get a bit of a listen to it, and then we'll move on to the next meh. Yeah.
1: Well, we've got to do it. Most of it is meh.
0: Well, we've got to do it, because this is volume 10 of the series. So track three is A Single That Wasn't. So this version is a remix that was prepped ready for a single and then they chose not to release it and released One Better Day instead, which I don't particularly like. And this was Victoria Gardens from the Keep Moving album.
2: I on in no hurry
0: You actively dislike this? Yeah. Why is that?
1: It's just slow and boring. It's not slow. That's quite
0: upbeat and fast. How can you class that as slow?
1: The singing. Sounds too much like talking.
0: Oh, yeah, you did say that yesterday. I don't think you're right. If you want to hear talking, then you're going to listen to Dire Straits do private investigations. There is no singing in that song. And actually, at some point in the future, you will be listening to private investigations by Dire Straits. Our fourth track comes from the album Seven, which was their third album, and it's an album deep cut. It's a song called Mrs Hutchinson.
2: Well, Mrs Hutchinson, this is something. That little upset, I thought i don't diagnosed. Well, not to worry, it's not what I suppose. You better sit down, son, your mother's very ill. We might have to operate, it's more than just a chill. But don't you worry, it's all incompetent hands. We believe it's under the rips of one of their friends.
0: The song Mrs Hutchinson is about a lady who's not well, that the doctors are checking out, and they're giving her all the uh, positivity news. Whilst in the other parts of the song, they're talking to her son and warning him that it's not going to go well. And in the final end of the song, actually, while she's going home, she isn't going to see out the week. So it's quite a a dark song, actually, in terms of the lyrical content. What did you think of it, Joel?
1: I don't like this one. And I found out what really irks me about them, about um, Madness, which right. is what makes me dislike a lot of their songs. Go like, on. They, they take dark subjects... And make them sound cheery. There's nothing wrong with
0: that. A lot of bands and artists do that. No, I don't
1: like that.
0: Well, quite frankly, you like Green Day, don't you?
1: Yeah.
0: Isn't it true to say that Green Day take some dark subjects and make them sound quite cheery?
1: No, they shout about them. (laughs) (laughs) They shout about them. Well, rather than
0: we, the next jolly and the next song could be classed as a dark subject as well.
1: I like it. From their
0: 1983 album, The Rise and Fall, we have a song about the Conservative government, specifically Margaret Thatcher, and it's called Blue Skinned Beast.
2: Then you're one more hurdle over, a protector of the land. Have a drink on me. I put you down to the company. Breeches to the Blue Skinned Beast.
1: Yeah, I don't like
0: it. Don't like it? Oh, this is going... I like the blueskin beats. You can't accuse that of having cheery music, though, in the darkest... No, it's not. You listen to that bass piano playing in the three cheers with the blueskin beats and it's not cheery at all, given that the lyrics on that point are cheery. Three cheers, etc. And then there's that dark bass piano bit playing. That's not. That's the opposite of what you were saying on the previous track.
1: So I still
0: don't like it. <laughs> you want dark music with dark words and happy music with happy words?
1: No. I just, <laughs> I just like
0: music that is music.
1: Not... It is music. I Madness is like nice a very
0: popular band, you know.
1: I like good music then.
0: Well, after three album cuts that have all been worse than a meh from you right. we're returning to the singles now this was a hit from 1980 from the Absolutely album I think it was the follow up to Baggy Trousers this song has also got a little bit of a dark subject matter and that's
2: Embarrassment See the just the other day Dancing, Within the first two lines of budget
1: That's the second worst one
0: so far. What don't you like about it?
1: don't know how
0: to. And then I'll see if I can change your mind.
1: Um, I just don't like it. It's so boring. I don't like the style of music that...
0: Okay, now now we're getting to something. I'm starting to think that you may not like that style of music that's called Scar, which they... Um not reggae. It's scars a, a very specific kind of thing. It's a lot slightly choppy rhythms kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't like that then.
0: Darn. Well, we're in for a long ride because that was only track six and there's 24 of these.
1: Well, you can only right. expect to have a... I I, like this one for one of them.
0: I wonder if you might like the song a little bit more if you knew what it was actually about. you want to know?
1: Not really.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you anyway, because everyone out there might want to know. In Audioland, Embarrassment was written by uh, one of the members of the band. I think it was Chris Thompson, who's a saxophonist. Shortly after, he'd received a phone call from family members telling him that his sister was pregnant. Well, not only was his sister pregnant, she was pregnant um, by someone of a different race. And all of the song is about his family's reactions to the fact that she was pregnant in an interracial relationship, and they're not coming across in a particularly good light. They're calling her an embarrassment how she can how can they show their faces, how she's feeling twice as older um the mum character, and the family don't come across well in this song that that's what their reaction was to an interracial relationship in a pregnancy. Does that change your opinion of the song at all, Joel?
1: Not really. It's got, <laughs> it's got a good message, but it's, well, it's got a good message saying that that's bad, but it doesn't mean it's a good song.
0: <sighs> this comes from their most recent album, which is Can't Touch Us Now, and it was the lead off single from that called Mr. Apples.
2: The table at the Rotary Club. Never unsure of which shoulders he should rub. Scout leader, a pillar of the judge. Capital punishment, he wants to bring back like the budge. Of course he does, cause when that old sun goes down, heading off on the wrong side of town. I sparkle in the red light glow. Trouser pockets, he's ready to go. Oh, tell us
1: where you've
0: been. I know well, that's an improvement on the last lot.
1: Yes, it definitely is.
0: Just a meh. Meh. Do you remember when we listened to The Kings?
1: Yeah.
0: Do you remember the track A Well Respected Man? He's a well respected man about town doing the best thing so conservatively. Yeah. This has shades of that song, I think. Particularly as they refer to him as well respected. So the character in this song, Mr. Apples, he's a member of the church. He's quite judgmental, I think is probably the right word, about people that may not do what he thinks um, they should be doing. But at the same time, when, the, when people aren't looking, he's off down to the red light district and visiting ladies of the night. Okay. So once awesome. again, we're talking about some fairly dark lyrics
1: doesn't really change my opinion of the song because I don't
0: really do. One day we might have to redo this one because I think you'll grow to like Madness.
1: No. I don't like their style of music. But their music's great. No, it's not. You know, not. when I
0: when I was what? I was 8. They brought out their first greatest hits called Complete Madness, and there's quite a few tracks of that on here because they meant so much to me when I was that age. I loved the Complete Madness album. Really loved it. So it's not a case of I'm too old to like it. And I know it's probably a case of that's the kind of music I listened to when I was little. But I loved the Complete Madness album. Moving on then to their sole number one hit single, which was on Complete Madness and was the main reason originally for me buying the album House of Fun.
2: (laughs) the house of fun, now I've come of age, welcome to the house of fun. Welcome to the
1: lion's bed, temptation's on his way. welcome
0: to the house of fun. Meh. Oh, you're doing this deliberately? No! You are? No! You,
1: you said- I said this to you yesterday, I said meh. To you yesterday. Not on
0: this track. You said you liked this track.
1: I didn't. I said meh. There was one track I said I liked on the CD, and it's not this one.
0: Okay, well, this song is about somebody turning 16 and wanting to buy condoms. Should we move on? Yes. <sighs> this is, this is going to be a painful edit when I get to it, because I can't even think of any good puns to keep the listeners interested when you just keep saying no. Let's move on to... An album that, if you translated its title, would be yes yes, 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 Yes. And that is Wee Wee Cee Cee Ya Ya Da Da. And the track is I Never Knew Your
2: Name. You said you'd catch the bus, so I ended up alone. I never knew your name, nor your telephone number. Will I ever see
0: Wee Wee, CC Ya Ya, da, da came out, I think, in 2012. So it's quite a recent album. So maybe you'll like it a little bit more than some of the older tracks you've heard. What do you think?
1: It is it is better than some of the other ones. But ah. it's still meh. Oh.
0: <laughs> but you like it a little bit more?
1: A little bit more,
0: yeah. It's, a,
1: it's about the same level of I like it, but not a lot, as Baggy Trousers.
0: Oh, oh, I'm going to pick up on that. So both that and Baggy Tragedy, you said, I like it, but not a lot. Oh, oh, that's a step up from meh.
1: I like it, but not a lot is like meh to me, like higher meh.
0: Well, the next one, I kind of would love if the lyrics actually happened to you, Joel. So you own some premium bonds, which you were gifted from a relative. And this song is about the premium Bond number selection computer, Ernie.
2: Yeah,
0: Ernie from the album, absolutely. A thousand winners every week, but is this one a winner?
1: Um, I like it, but not a lot again.
0: Oh, we're getting better.
1: Meh, higher. am For those better.
0: of you who are Madness fans out there, we're, we're starting to turn no him around haters. a
1: bit. No haters, no haters, no haters. Meh.
0: We're turning him around a little bit. No! So yeah, it would be great if your number came up on the premium bonds. So according to that, you'd be buying dishwashers and home comforts. What would you do with it?
1: I'd buy an, an a PS5, an Xbox Series X, a um Nintendo Switch, all the games for it. I'd buy a kitchen upgrade. Oh, you haven't got a kitchen? For us. For no. Family. And then I'd give the rest to charity.
0: Really? Yeah. That'd probably be about £800,000 given to charity. £600,000.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't you...
0: What about splitting it with your sister?
1: i split it with my sister and then split my half. With myself And what one half
0: a charity He's trying to virtue signal What? Well I'm glad you'd say you'd be giving it to your sister Although that was with prompting because I'd, that...
1: I'd give her a quarter
0: You'd give her a quarter That's
1: still anyway. 250 Well if, if,
0: if the top prize is still a million I was going to say If you're going to give half your sister then it must be love
2: Soon as I wake up, every night, every day, and I know that it's you I need to take the blues away. It must be love, love, love. It must be love, love, love.
1: Nothing more, nothing less. Love is the best. I hate your puns. A punch can die in a hole.
0: Well, bearing in mind you're only saying meh, I've got to work harder on this one.
1: Well, I do like this one.
0: Yay! That's an actual like, that's not even a meh like, isn't it? Yeah. You know what's really, really sad about that?
1: It's a cover version.
0: (laughs) It's a cover version by a bloke called Labby Siffry. And it's the one you liked and they didn't write it.
1: Exactly. Oh. They're obviously awful.
0: They're not. This was off complete madness as well. It was a single standalone. Moving on to another single standalone. I don't know whether or not you'll like this. The Sun and the Rain. People
2: walking all around, round and run. hear the sound of rain falling in my ears. Washing away the weepingness like tears. I can feel my troubles running down
1: the Just
0: okay. I don't get it. You don't get it? You being that dim? What did I say?
1: The sun and the rain.
0: I said, I don't know whether you'll like this one or not. He's gone silent. <laughs>
1: That's not funny. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's awful.
0: There'll be people up and down the country rolling in the aisles at that one.
1: <laughs> That's probably the worst one you've ever done. <laughs>
0: That was a homophone. Meh. Right, and also, you... that's the same
1: as <laughs> the, of the song.
0: Oh, I've got to find my jolly summer. Well, it's been a roller coaster, so let's move on to the title track from The Rising 4.
2: I remember the pleasure is good.
1: Why do Madness use the dun dun dun, dun thing so much? Just a
0: style, I guess. There's nothing wrong with it.
1: It's well, that track is. Nah, I like it, but nah, not a
0: lot. I will.
1: I like it, but not a lot.
0: <laughs> oh, that—that's positive because Rise and Fall is my favourite Madness album. In 1985, Mike Barson, the pianist, left the band. So this was after the recording of the Keep Moving album. He returned briefly at the end of their life to do a single called Waiting for the Ghost Train. But they recorded an album in between called Mad Not Mad, which is not universally loved. And the lead singer, Suggs, has been known to describe the album as a glitter-covered turd. (laughs) Um... I don't own Mad Not Mad, but I do like a couple of tracks from it. I picked one, and it was a single, and it's Uncle Sam.
2: Well, I've got studies to examine Tomorrow I'll be watching all the Queen's Men. A talent contest on Monday Takes up all of my time He gives me things to do Cause he's a wonderful man But I'm sailing Across the sea To see my uncle Sam I'm sailing Across the sea To be with my uncle Sam To be with my uncle Sam I
1: am there though
0: Higher Mare. you. I like it a lot. I like the trousers. I like Uncle Sam. It's...
1: You gotta get used to the Higher Mare's or the Mare's or the bleh.
0: Well, we're over halfway through now. 2007. Madness got back together again. This time as a full seven piece. To record what many believe is their absolute masterwork. And it's Called the Liberty of Norton Folgate, and I picked the track Forever Young. So, Forever Young?
1: Yeah, a uh, low one, yeah.
0: I can understand that, why you'd place don't that like lower. I like
1: it, but not a lot.
0: Okay. We return to the next album along in their releases, which is the Wee Wee C Ya Da Dada album. At this point, they were, I think, a six piece again that the bassist. Mark Bedford had left he will return and I really like this track although it's a good description of how you've been throughout the entirety of this podcast and it's Misery
2: Misery loves company that's what the wise man said the remedy to be happy well it's all inside your head shift infinitesimally your perception is seen Your life could be better led Don't keep misery As your company Or you might as well be dead Why don't you go suck on a silver Please
1: like it Lower low me oh, hmm. it's, it's a bit backwards as well
0: It's not backwards Well, I, sp- up, I suppose I upbeat rhythm it's a about,
1: bit... for a song about misery
0: Oh, that's what you mean I thought when you said backwards, actually, it might have been a bit like going back to their old style, uh, things like One Step Beyond. But no, you mean you're trying to be clever. Hmm. Okay.
1: (laughs) No, it is backwards thinking. It is not. It is.
0: It's a good song, Misery.
1: Nah, No one, meh. You'll notice that I've started adding lower and higher because Oh, he's grading his mares. To make it a bit more interesting because otherwise everything, almost everything would be mere.
0: Next track returns us to the rise and fall. And tomorrow's just another day. Please say this is at least an upper meh. Middle meh. Oh, God, Lord. Oh, I'm so sorry, everybody, that you're listening through to this. Well, we might lose listeners because of this because you're so unenthusiastic. And it's not just a case of you hate everything. That would be quite fun, which I know we're going to get to when we get to episode 19. But...
1: Also, I won the it's... fight. You can't... You can't pun anymore.
0: I know. Yeah, I've kind of... I could have made a pun about tomorrow's method just I another would. day. And there's no pun to make about the next one. So this was a cover version of a track by Buster Campbell. They did two cover versions from this on their first album, the title track, One Step Beyond. And then there's this one, which actually gave the band its name, and that's Madness.
2: Madness. Madness. They call it Madness. Madness. Madness, I call it madness. It's plain to see. That is what they mean to me. Madness. Madness, I call it
1: madness. Madness Kinda of describes the opposite of the band. What do you mean? Madness, I call it sadness. <laughs> Oh,
0: so they were scrattling around for a band name, and this was part of their set for years. And somebody suggested, "Why not Madness?" And everybody went, "Oh no!" And then someone was like, "Oh yeah!" And they ended up with the name Madness, and it infused part of their public persona. So they they were noted for making very Humorous and madcap videos of their singles. Uh, we with...
1: didn't have a band name?
0: Well, no. They got a band name by then. They were called Madness, so they lived up to their name. And speaking of a name, my name.
2: <laughs> my name is Michael Caine. I wanted was And all I wanted was our Laughing,
0: it's another broken boy.
1: I is confused. Why? This is so strange. It's not strange,
0: not if you know the career. My
1: name is Michael Caine. <laughs>
0: it doesn't. It makes sense. The lyrics, if you understand a little bit about Michael Crane's, Michael, if you understand a little about Michael Kane's career, so he was famous for playing a spy as well as other films, in something called The Ipcrest Files. And this is a song about spying and subterfuge and that whole fear of the knock on the door. Thing is, you may say you're confused, but do you like the song? No. Oh. No. Ah, that's a dislike, that one. That's a dislike. We return now to the Wee Wee C Ya Ya Dada da da album for How
2: Can I Tell You? Can I tell you? You have to open up your heart. How can I tell you? Be honest from the very start. How I feel? Make a stand for what is true. Try to be decent in all that you have. How can I tell you? You got to give to get support. How can I tell you? A little effort and a lot more power. how to feel. Check the wonder in all that you see. You got to get loving unconditionally. Oh, good Lord, you're like it, Dean.
1: No, it's just middle mare. Middle mare, okay. Middle
0: mare. Let's return for the second and final time to the Liberty of Norton Folgate for the Clerkenwell
2: Polka. I conquer to differ to the sound of discontent when it's met by the crowd.
1: Sometimes I can like polkas, especially like
0: Weird Al Yankovic.
1: Yeah, Weird Al
0: <laughs> Why did um, I feel that was gonna happen?
1: But this one didn't sound like a polka, and I still didn't like it.
0: Ah, oh, I liked the Clarkenwell polka. I think it was the standout track on the album, but hey. We've got three more to go. Thank but you for, for sticking with us. Well, I'm going to deliberately not like your revenge no, I'm going to just deliberately as pick a revenge
1: the songs that I know that you dislike.
0: Oh, that's that's a harsh revenge.
1: Not as bad as the one that you'll get on 19. You know.
0: So we return for the final time to The Rise and Fall, for Mr. Speaker gets the word.
2: <laughs> Mr. Speaker gets the word.
0: What level of mare is that one, then? It's not. It's not a mare. You actively dislike it, then?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it wasn't going to be a positive response, was it? Oh, well. Two left. For our penultimate track, we're going right back to the beginning, to One Step Beyond album. And a track that I first heard on Complete Madness. It wasn't a single, but it was included on that compilation and was probably my favourite track on the whole of Complete Madness. And it's Bed and Breakfast, man. It really should have been a single. Bed and Breakfast
1: Man.
0: Nah. Oh no, I really wanted you to like that one. No. Stop it! Stop forcing me to
1: like things. I don't.
0: Know. I don't like things. Oh, you're wrong. <sighs> Last track. Again, this is probably my second favourite on Complete Madness, Joel. Okay. I adore the piano opening of this song. So I'm going to be pretty cross. When I find out you don't like it, I'm not even gonna give an if on it. And it's in fact I might even have to say this to you at the end of it. It's shut up.
2: I tell you why it didn't do it, cause I wasn't there. Don't blame me, it just isn't fair. You listen to their side and I listen to mine. Don't think of a story, sure you'll find me some time.
0: You've just done that because otherwise I'll say shut up to you, isn't
1: No, it's okay. It is
0: okay. I, well, I've said I like the piano part of it. i always liked shut up. It came out in 1981. I think I liked it back then. It's got a great video. It, it's a great song. And that brings us to the end of the CD. I am nervous to ask you what you think of the whole CD because I think I know the answer. Nah. Nah. <laughs> It's a shame because I think it's a great compilation. Madness were one of the great singles bands of all time. And their albums are a lot less well-known and the contents of that. But I have to say that it doesn't matter. I could have given you the greatest hits of Madness, and I think you'd have still said, nah, to virtually all of them anyway. There was the one track you do like by Madness, which I didn't put on here because you already had it. Can you remember what that was? No. Our House.
1: Yes, of course, of course,
0: of course. See, Joel liked Our House. It was part of the reason why I did a Madness compilation for him. And that was the result. That's the thanks I get for trying to introduce him to one of the greatest singles bands of all time. There's a few tracks that I wish I'd included and I probably would do now. Not that it would necessarily go down very well. Uh, The most notable one for me that I didn't have, which I would do now, is in the middle of the night from One Step Beyond, all about someone who steals underwear from washing lines.
1: The heck?
0: I think you'd have probably quite enjoyed that song.
1: Um, okay.
0: <laughs> but he's. He obviously feels like a revenge is required, so it is indeed time for.
1: Charles Revenge! Right, where is
0: it? I've got a feeling this is not gonna go well today.
1: So. This song is called YouTube Culture by John Kozar and some other YouTubers that helped him with it. But however, the Spotify version is only John Kozar. Um, and it's not as good because of that. But I like John Kozar. I've, I've subscribed to his YouTube channel and. That's why I picked it, because I'm pretty sure you won't like it. Well, that book I didn't
2: write YouTubers had morals back in 2011. More virgins were at VidCon than in Al Qaeda heaven. Now we're snorting lines of cinnamon, <laughs> copycat cashing in. Quality to quantity, it's Kubrick to Kardashian. I idolize your idol eyes and I. I'm monetizing, kissing, guys, and they won't come out the closet till I've got something to sell about it. Welcome, welcome to my YouTube lifestyle, YouTube lie. Welcome, welcome to the YouTube culture, the YouTube
1: cult. So, that was John Cozart, YouTube culture. What did you think?
0: I want to say meh. Because if you're going to, I'm going to have to revenge you for all of the Mez there. But I can't. I actually quite like that. I thought the lyrics were very clever. They were well written. They were great rhymes in it. He plays the ukulele well. He sings all right. sings quite well, actually. And I quite liked it. Yay. You said you thought I was going to hate this. I did. Why?
1: Because you hate another song by him
0: that goes... I do, oh, no, don't you dare sing that. <laughs> no. Don't you dare. Yeah, no, boy, no, went, ah, no, no, no. No, no. Well,
1: he does Harry Potter in 90 seconds. That's which what I is... Like
0: which, in again, in and of itself was fairly clever, but the reason I don't like that is because you and your sister won't shut up about it. We, we have. Finally, yeah. <laughs> so I quite liked that. Yeah, I, I thought the lyrics were very clever. And I think it's quite an interesting little segue to my next message.
1: Okay.
0: That is that I'm going to be starting a YouTube channel of my own soon on music. And it's called Pockenrop. So look out for that. I'll put a link into the uh, description about how to spell it because it won't have actually gone live yet. I haven't recorded the first video. I'm going to be talking about kind of music I like and top 10s or 15s in my case. So if people would like to kind of start Subscribing to my YouTube channel, maybe I can become a YouTube culture and sell stuff and merch and 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 all of that at the tender age of forty-six, whereas I think the average yeah. YouTuber was twenty-three. <laughs> yeah,
1: because they have they. they I am worth st- two st- of them. They still have biography They also have biographies. They also already have biographies,
0: which they didn't write apparently. So that was episode ten of Generation Mix. I can't deny, I think it was a bit of a slog. What are you? Yeah. I hope you're still with us and that you are looking forward to our next episode. We will put a musical clue at the end, as ever, but our next episode won't be that, so you've got a whole month in which to work out what the clue refers to, because our next episode will actually be a bonus episode. It will be af- we, we are doing a bonus episode after every five, and this time the album that we will be listening to all the way through will be chosen by joel so keep an eye out for that in a fortnight's time yeah. so until then this is generation mix signing off bye
2: generation